is Stephanie Hansen, and you are listening to The Makers of Minnesota, where we talk to cool people doing cool things in the state of Minnesota. And we have a really exciting podcast today. We have a couple folks with us. We have Jill Renslow. She's the Executive Vice President of the Mall of America. And we also have Joyce Saunders, and she is the founder of Urban 29 Apparel. And we wanted to get both of you ladies together here today because the Mall of America is doing something really cool called Community Commons. And Jill, before we get to Community Commons, I think we should just set the stage a little bit and talk about what retailing is feeling like as we're heading up to Black Friday at Mall of America. So much has changed since COVID, right? Absolutely. And Stephanie, thanks for having us on today. Uh, Excited to talk about retail and especially as we head into the holiday season, which is a very important time of year for the retail industry. And as you can imagine, we have went through a lot of changes this year and we've learned a lot. We have collaborated with um, partners that have you know, opened up new relationships that we didn't have before, both on the retail sector as well as entertainment. But as we look at the holiday season, there's so many factors that we have to change. And as much as we want to hang on to the exciting traditions and those elements of the holiday season that everyone looks forward to, we have to look at them through a different lens. And so it's really important for us to take all the elements that we plan um, as we traditionally love to have crowds and big audiences and lines um, and have that energy around the holidays that has to change this year. Um, But we're very focused on making sure we continue to bring joy and happiness to families and give them something to look forward to the season. Um, There's a lot of stress and anxiety uh, with everything that we are faced with in today's world that it's important for us to be able to hold on to those special moments with family. So that's what we're really focused on for the holidays. Just looking forward to seeing guests throughout the season. So the mall is open. I'm imagining your capacity is reduced, but you guys are open. Are all the retailers open at this point? Yeah, we have over 90% of our retailers that are open. You know, it took us some time to get there as we had to have flexibility in retailers being able to get their their workforce back and getting their safety protocols in place. And we learned a lot from essential retail as we reopened our doors back in June. But now that we are open and operating, we have implemented a lot of safety protocols and have added to what we've all learned from just how consumers are relating to um, the different parameters that are in place. And with having different mandates also enforced from a state perspective, it's brought us on a level field across the industry and it's provided a safe environment. We have five and a half million square feet at Mall of America. We have a big space for people to be able to come and have a safe environment to, especially as we head into this winter season, being able to stay inside, but yet having a large open space for people to be able to walk and to be able to shop and to just have some social interaction in a safe environment. So we're very focused on that. Our retailers work closely with us and collaborate on having that consistency throughout the property to make sure that from one store to the next and one restaurant to another, that we have those consistent protocols and signage and social distancing markers. All those pieces are really important to make sure that the customer feels good and that it's very intuitive of what we expect them to deliver and participate in when they're in our property. Do you anticipate that Santa will be making an appearance this year? That is a big question. It's hard because traditionally our little ones sit on Santa's lap and we can't do that this year. But we are going to be de- delivering a Santa experience getting kicked off, you know, right at this time of the year. 
we will have an appointment Santa that will be a socially distant Santa, but it will be in person. And that is with our, um, we have a third party that helps operate that, that operation. And that is on the north side, level one of the mall. And we're bringing something new to our marketplace this year called Candy Cane Institute. And that actually will be a linear holiday experience. We'll interact with elves and learn about the history of Christmas. And they really want to find out what guests um, react to, you know, why do we continue to wear ugly sweaters around Christmas? And why do we eat fruitcake that no one likes? And why do we gift it to our loved ones? And why are we, you know, have these fun trends of gifts throughout the the decades and, and really diving into what guests feel and, and respond to these holiday traditions. And then ultimately there's an interaction with a Zoom call with Santa to be able to give that feedback to him directly and to see how we can change Christmas um, for the future. But it's really going to be a fun COVID friendly elf interaction, but yet still connecting with Santa. And so you can be rest assured that Santa is still visiting Mall of America this year. I just have to say, if anyone is going to be able to figure out how to make retailing fun in this environment, it would be Mall of America. You guys are so clever. Do you sit around and like brainstorm? Because you must be leading the country in some of these ideas. Well, I appreciate that comment. And our team works really hard to put our put our lens on from a consumer perspective and really see what people are expecting to have delivered and trying new things and taking risks, safe risks for sure, but just trying things that are different that will allow us to continue to move forward and have fun and put smiles on people's faces because that's what it's all about. And we want to make sure, you know, we partner with brands and other companies that can help us get there. And it's really important that we don't get caught off or distracted with shiny objects and technology that might lead us down the wrong path, but really looking at what experience we want to create and then finding those partners and the technologies to help us get there. Um, But to really keep in mind convenience, experience, and also utility, like how do we just bring that value to a customer to make sure that they can connect with us? Because we recognize not everybody's ready to come back to our property. And so we've launched live stream shopping. We're going to be doing more with curbside. We're going to be more with reserve online pickup and store, recognizing that you know, you can start your experience before you get to the physical building, but to minimize that those touch points for people that are not ready yet. Because we recognize that everybody's on a different layer of the spectrum right now. Um, and that's going to take time. And so we need to be able to bridge that that gap and figuring out what our next normal is going to look like and to make sure we get beyond that and, you know, exceed our guests' expectations everywhere that we right. can. It, looking and talking about 2020, we, you know, normal is a word that We want to get back to normal. We want things to feel normal. And we've had so much upheaval, not only due to the COVID environment, but also due to the murder of George Floyd and just the racial justice and social justice causes that we've been working towards in the Twin Cities and really around the world. Um, And you have done something that's really unique that has helped some of the people that are Minnesota business people. Can you talk a little bit about the community commons and you, Mall of America has a history, I feel like, of helping introduce local makers. And you started out with the carts and then you guys had a local store. And you are continuing to do that now by helping people that maybe have been displaced from some of the events of this summer. Talk about Community Commons and what it is. Now, supporting the local community is so important. And you make a great point, Stephanie. I mean, The local retail environment has always been really important to us. We have 175 small businesses within Mall of America already. It's really important. Our ownership 
started as entrepreneurs in America and it's been close to their heart. It's been something that we're consistent with. And as we recognize the, the stress and the destruction that took place on Memorial weekend and into early June, we wanted to help. We didn't know out of the gate what that solution was going to look like, but immediately we reached out to community leaders just to really just explore what opportunities we could to step in to help out. And as we learned about so many of the retail businesses being damaged and, and going through a lot of anxiety and stress at that time, we came to the conclusion of dedicating a space within Mall of America that we could invite a selection of these businesses in to be able to continue to operate while they sorted through what their future was going to look like, whether they were going to rebuild in their existing location or if they were going to shift to online, which a lot of them had to do because they didn't have other options or to look at other locations for the future. But we wanted to be that stepping stone for them to continue to be able to operate and generate revenue while they sorted out their future. And so as we worked with those community leaders, we were able to get an application process out to the businesses to learn their stories, see what we could do to help, and to make sure that as we made our selection of who is going to be showcased, to have a good balance of Minneapolis and St. Paul neighborhoods, as well as a good complimentary mix of products and so that we could have apparel and accessories and beauty and kids and making sure we had something for everyone that they could connect with and support these businesses um, over the next six months. So we're excited to welcome them to Mall of America over the next six months um, to be able to have a dedicated space for them to operate and collaborate in a retail environment that we can learn together and figure out what the future is going to look like. So Joyce, you are the owner of Urban 29, an apparel company. And you had a location at Lake in Chicago and you had plans for expansion and you were impacted directly by fire on the Memorial Day weekend events of the murder of George Floyd. Tell me what that felt like for you to have. I read your story that you started selling apparel out of the trunk of your car and you kept bootstrapping and putting the money back into the business. What could that have felt like when you found out your store was on fire? Uh, it was totally devastating. And thank you for having me. And thank you Absolutely. Jill, for the opportunity. It was, it's kind of like everything you put in, all your hard work and all, everything you've put in to your dream is, it's destroyed. Like in an instance, almost, I think I was in shock for a while and then trying to deal with all the, the, that time, it was a lot of dangerous events going on. But yeah, it was very devastating. And so when you go back in and you try to sort through what is left of your business, was everything burned? Did you have just, I mean, what did that feel like? And how did you pick yourself up to keep going and start over? Well, yeah, I lost everything. The only thing that I managed to grab was my cash register. And that was the night before doing it when all the the vandalism and things were happening like that. And Uh so you just, for me, not giving up was not an option. I mean, this is what I do. This is what I love. This is my passion. So it was, where do I start? Where do I go? You know, where do I pick up the pieces? So I just kind of, for the months that I've been sitting, basically paused for, I just been working on like, where can I relocate? Where can I go? What can I do? And then the, the mall opportunity that I received the application and I, I applied and it's, it's been great. It's been giving me the opportunity to, to start over or pick up where I left off to be back visual, sell the clothes that I love. It's just been great. It's been really awesome. Joyce, you seem to have a talent for visual merchandising and the mall is sort of known for these just beautiful spaces and it's really on the cutting edge of retail. It must be really fun for you to be able to set up the store there. Yeah, I I 
the clothing that I sell, I think it fits, it's a perfect match. I mean, I sell uh, exclusive, high-end, trendy fashion, and I just think it's a perfect platform for me to continue. You have an eye, too, for urban apparel, but more for, like, just unique design. And some of the apparel that you are featuring, I was on your website, looks like you're, you've sought out some really cool makers. Yeah, I, I try to I try to bring a different flavor or a different style of fashion that isn't in the Midwest. In the fashion world, I mean, the Midwest has a, a fashion trend, but there is like a bigger fashion trend, like on the the West Coast, the East Coast, down south. So I try to bring those trends here, those flavors here. I I definitely saw that and. Jill, are there other retailers that have accepted this invitation and how many retailers are there? We have 16 different businesses that are represented within Community Commons and Joyce has just been such a wonderful business owner to work with along with the 15 others. I just, these relationships have been invaluable and I'm so excited to continue to work with them. And as we go through the holiday season and be able to expose their brand to all of our visitors at the mall that come and enjoy the holidays with us and then you know, to continue to look into 2021. And what's great is we're already having those conversations of what could this look like longer term and how can we help benefit other businesses in those neighborhoods um, to continue this local flair um, to the community. And it's just, it's so wonderful to work with business owners that have such passion and determination to, to succeed and to look beyond what what took place and really be able to put that behind them, learn from it, but to be able to move forward. And it's just, it's amazing. And I love working with all of them. Joyce, you mentioned, um, I I maybe read this about you, just how hard it is for uh, people of color to get loans and for small businesses to get started up. Most of it is really bootstrapping. It, It must be kind of fun to also be surrounded by other businesses and have that community of like, hey, what's working for your business? Or how are you executing your social media? And just some of the things that you learn as just an entrepreneur. Yeah. Um, one of the things I admire about this about the business owners that are here is that a lot of them are young, um, 30 and under, and it, it's very inspiring. And it's, it's really neat to see that they're on that track to be successful business owners. So I kind of pick up things from them because, you know, kind of, <laughs> I consider myself, you know, compared to them, kind of an analog or dinosaur. So I kind of pick up a lot of ideals and kind of the things that they, that they like and that they do to promote their businesses. That's smart. Very, very smart. Well, I am looking forward to shopping community commons. Um, I appreciate what you guys are trying to accomplish here. And I think it's long overdue, right? So we all have more access to different retailers that maybe aren't in our neighborhoods and seeing different mix of products. The mall has always been on the cutting edge. So that's pretty fun. I'm looking forward to seeing what happens moving forward. Joyce, boy, you are a woman of determination. I heard that you're possibly going to be opening a store in St. Paul once you get settled. Um, Mm -hmm. Tell me about that. Where do you think you'll end up in St. Paul? Um, right now, we're looking to open on Dale and University. Um, sure. Currently working with NDC, um, Neighborhood Development Center. And yep. so we're, we're, it's still in the middle of um, rebuilding. Um, it used to be a pharmacy, this space that I'm going to be in. So we're just trying to build it out and get ready. Hopefully, I can get in there before the holidays end. But um, yeah, it's, it's, in, it's in 
the it's in progression right now. Well, that's great. Uh, as someone who lived in St. Paul, I would love to see retail coming back to that area. It's been it's been a hard summer, and I think everybody's looking forward to getting back to shopping and hopefully some sense of normal. So congratulations, ladies. Thanks for being our guest today on the Makers in Minnesota. It's great to see you. Thank, Thank you, Stephanie. Okay.